From the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up presents the uh, Sunday Sprint. Luke Morrow is the host of the Morrow Midday Show, ESPN Radio, one uh, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm on there every uh, Wednesday at 1 on ESPN Radio 98.9 FM, charlestonsportsradio.com. How's that for an intro, Luke? Um, on this uh, divisional round Saturday January 22nd, 2022, my half birthday. Your half birthday was yesterday. Oh, wow. How about that? Did you not even realize that your half birthday was yesterday? I had no idea. You had no... Because I was going to ask how you celebrated. Uh, A long bus ride to Tennessee. Okay, so where are you calling me from? Johnson City, Tennessee. Johnson City? Yes, sir. Okay. Listen to the Citadel uh, play. Who uh, Who are you playing today? ETSU, East Tennessee State University. And you can see that on the city, I believe? Oh, very good, yeah. Yes. True. It's coming up 1 p.m. Eastern time, I think. Is it 1 or is it noon? No, not till 4. 4, sorry. He's got obligations coming up, which is why we have to do this now. Um, yeah. any, anyway, I'm in, I'm in Tennessee. I'm in the state of a, of a playoff game, but it has nothing to do with the playoffs. We're in Tennessee for our own game. Yes. Uh, tipping off almost at the same time as the first playoff game. What a beautiful segue. You must be a host of something. Um, um, all right. The way that I look at this Bengals Titans game is twofold. A, how, how healthy is Derrick Henry? B, can Joe Burrow not turn the ball over? That's that's how I look at this game. It's pretty simple in my mind. Yes, I agree with you. Um, for the Bengals, I think the Bengals have, you know, I think Joe Burrow's the better quarterback. I think the Bengals have the more, actually, um, I don't know what the right term would be. I think just the better offense overall. But I agree with what you said. Uh, can the Bengals keep Joe Burrow upright so that he can take advantage? And then on the flip side, yeah, Derrick Henry. Because for the Bengals, they're missing their best run stuffer. Yeah, it's a difference of 1.7 yards per carry when he's off the field. It's a huge difference. So you take him out, you add Derrick Henry in, and assuming he's 100% or close to it, he could have a field day. So that's the big unknown. Uh, you have the Titans coming off a week. They're healthy. Um, for the Bengals, we'll see what they can do. But I do like the Bengals in this in this in this matchup. I certainly give them uh, very much of a chance because if you can keep Burrow upright, I think he can take advantage. And just the Titan style of running the football, you know, that, that shortens the game. It, it kind of keeps teams in it uh, by design. So I, I think the Bengals can hang in there. My my other big concern would be that you usually don't see quarterbacks in their first playoff. There's a few, the Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, but usually they don't make a run immediately to the conference championship or to a Super Bowl. You kind of have to take your, your steps along the way. And so for Joe Burrow, maybe it's asking too much to go on the road now this week, win a second playoff game, and to do so against the number one seed, you know, coming off the bye, that's now the healthiest they've been all year. But I do like this Bengals team. I'm just not sure if the run continues beyond today. Have you ever had a foot injury of any kind? Yeah, I almost uh, I almost broke my foot, and almost only counts, you know, horseshoe, hand grenades, bocce ball. But I uh, really injured my foot running a couple years ago, and that told me how uh, old and unathletic I quickly became. Uh, okay, that is not how I envisioned this 
conversation going. I apologize for that depressing uh, uh, discovery that, that you must have made. My point is, for anybody out there who stubbed the toes, had turf toe, even if you haven't had plantar fasciitis or needed some kind of procedure, it's pain threshold, right? It's healing and then it's pain threshold. And it's very annoying and it can be very debilitating. And I just wonder, is, is this a case where Derrick Henry is doing this because he thinks he wants to help his team or because he thinks he's healthy enough to contribute? To me, those are two different things. If you want to, con- if, if, if you want to help your team, that's wonderful. But if you're not healthy enough to do it, then it's not worth you taking up a spot on the active roster. Yeah, you know, I think um, he, he must be, uh, at this point, you know, feeling good to go. And he's just so important for the Titans, though, when it comes to yeah. the like this, You know, I think you're willing to take that take that chance. And for Tennessee, this is going to be the first time all year that they have all of their 22 starters, uh, who are supposed to be their actual starters, available, healthy, and ready to go. And when they have Henry on the field, along with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, they're number one in the league in yards per play. So, you know, it's crucial for them to, to have him out there. Uh, even if he's maybe, you know, if he's not 100%, but he's close enough, uh, provides a, a huge difference or boost or can to this offense today. So that's why, as we said right off the top, I mean, this is the one game that I feel the most, like, unsure about, I guess, because of that big question mark. If Derrick Henry comes out and he is 100%, he's running wild, then obviously he like to tighten his chances. But if Henry's not himself, and uh, he doesn't provide much of a boost. We've seen the Titans. They went 4-3 and three to finish the year without Henry. So, you know, it makes a big difference. Um, so that's, that's the unknown. I feel more confident about these other games. I don't really know what we're going to get in this first one. Nor do I. Speaking of tonight, San Fran, Green Bay. We always talk about Packers, buy teams. How fast do you come off a buy? How good do you look coming off a buy? Um, in my mind, the 49ers are lucky to be here. Um, and I think the Packers are the better team. I don't know how Jimmy G is going to fare in the cold. It's going to be five degrees at kickoff. Um, I just like it. I just like Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers, and all the Aarons that are in that game. <laughs> yeah, um, I, uh, I, would, I would. I mean, the Packers should certainly win tonight, and they really need to. I think you know they have the most pressure on them this weekend. Um, certainly trying to take advantage of Aaron Rodgers here with this last dance thing. But I thought the Niners, like most people, would beat the Cowboys last week, as they did, because of the matchup. And I don't think it's much different this week. The big difference is that it's Aaron Rodgers instead of Dak Prescott. That is a pretty big difference. But I still like this matchup for San Francisco where the Packers have allowed the third highest yards per carry, even worse than Dallas. And so for the Niners, that plays into their style that if you can run the football and you can take a lead and you can play your style, um, I think that's a, that's a huge boost. Aaron Rodgers is 0-3 against the Niners in the playoffs. We saw a couple years ago the Niners beat them up so good that the Packers, they spent their whole draft trying to become a more physical team just to keep up with San Francisco. So I don't like this matchup for Green Bay. Now, the concerns is how healthy is Jimmy G? Is he going to make a big blunder like he did last week? Because you may be able to get away with that against the Cowboys, but maybe not Aaron Rodgers. 
But in terms of the matchup, uh, I, I, you know, I think certainly from a, uh, like a betting perspective, I think that number is too high. I give the Niners a, a great chance. I think they hang in there. Uh, the big difference, I guess, is just Aaron Rodgers compared to Jimmy Garoppolo. Which quarterback would you trust more in a close game? But the last thing I'll say is that the Packers are at home, and people will say, you know, it's tough to win at Lambeau, yada, yada, yada. Last 20 years, the Packers are 500 at home in the playoffs. We saw Rodgers lose last year at home in uh, the NFC Championship. So I don't buy into this tough place to go. I know the Packers are coming off a bye, uh, but I don't buy into this, you know, tough place to play at a frozen tundra tonight. That actually helps the Niners being able to run the football more. So I like this matchup for San Francisco. I give them every opportunity to try to win tonight. Um, I guess my biggest concern would be just fourth quarter, who do you trust, Jimmy Garoppolo or Aaron Rodgers, to make the play if it's a close game? Can I call an audible here? Sure. Why do the Packers have more... I, I believe if I heard you correctly, the Packers have the most pressure of anybody in the entire playoffs tonight? I think, yes. I think uh, just in general. Because uh, this could be the last dance with Aaron Rodgers. And you're the number one seed for the second straight year. you got to capitalize before you potentially lose this guy. That's fair. But I would argue that the Bucks are a way better team than the Rams. The Rams have been inconsistent. Now, the question is, how healthy are the Bucks, And can the Bucks put forward a roster that's good enough to beat the Rams, who are going to be better than the Eagles? We know that as an opponent. But for me, I look at cupcakes. And there is, to me, one game to watch golf during this weekend, and that's Rams-Bucks. I just think that wow. that's another Tampa win. What am I missing here? Wow. Um, I do feel good about the Buccaneers. Maybe not quite that good, but um, the biggest concern would be keeping Brady upright, kind of like we discussed with Joe Burrow. When the Buccaneers faced the Rams in September, Brady was pressured in that game more than any other, and now the Rams have added uh, Von Miller since then, and the Bucs, the offensive line, their two offensive linemen did practice this week, and I'm sure they're going to give it a try, you know, give it a go, but they are banged up. I don't know if they're 100%. And, you know, that's obviously the way to beat Tom Brady is to be able to pressure him and to do so without blitzing. So that's my biggest concern for the Buccaneers um, is just if you could uh, keep Brady upright. Um, but you certainly trust Tom more than you do Matt Stafford, especially in this moment and in Tampa. He's won nine straight games in the divisional round. And the Rams did beat the Buccaneers in that first matchup early in the year, so a lot of people point to that. Uh, but... Both these teams are different. The Buccaneers are a different team now. And it's just hard to beat Tom Brady twice in a year, especially when the second time is in the playoffs in his building. Just like I was saying with Rodgers and Garoppolo, uh, I think you trust Brady certainly a lot more than Stafford. And if you go back and you look last week, the quarterbacks that won, they're the ones that have more experience in the playoffs. They're the ones that just, uh, the teams that won were the ones that have the better quarterback. A lot of times this time of year, it just comes down to quarterback. And it can be almost be a safe play to just simply uh, bet on the better quarterback. So obviously, hard to bet against Brady at home going up against a team that already beat him. Hard to get him twice. Yeah, hard to get him twice indeed. Um, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got an itch. Have you ever gotten an itch in like an awkward spot? Not like a non-rated G spot, but just like it's hard <laughs> to reach. It's like right below your neck and it's like, all right, what angle am I going to try to scratch this itch at? That's a... That, oh, that's what just happened to me. Okay, so so maybe let me back up here. My hot take is that Aaron Rodgers either A, retires, or B, resigns with the Packers. 
So I think this is a last dance in the sense of he may retire. I don't think this is he's about to pull a Brett Favre and have this vendetta and try to beat the Packers. So that's why I was surprised to say that tonight is the most pressure. Now, do the Packers have the most pressure of anybody in the playoffs? That I would agree with. And next week, if we're looking at Brady Rodgers, is, is that a big spot for Green Bay? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I was just surprised to hear that tonight, you believe, is as big a spot for the Packers. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I was talking in general, but in terms of this week, I guess it's the same. The other team, I would say, if not Rodgers this weekend, I mean, I guess maybe Matt Stafford, because even though you won a playoff game, you beat the Cardinals and you only had to throw it 17 times. It's a little bit different now in Tampa, especially for a Rams team. That this yeah. is why you went out and got Stafford to try to go win Super Bowls. So those would probably be the two teams I see most. Right, the Buccaneers are playing. You got a buffer zone after last year. I think the Chiefs are always given that with Mahomes. You expect them to be back every year. Uh, the Bengals are playing with house money. Maybe the Titans because you're the number one seed. You've been to the playoffs four straight years. But I still think you know Green Bay. Look, you're the biggest favorite. You're at home. You're the number one seed for the second straight year. Didn't get to the Super Bowl last year. Eventually, you gotta you gotta try to get this done. Rodgers hasn't been to a Super Bowl in, in a decade. You gotta uh, get back there at some point, or else he won't be able to get the Rodgers rate. <laughs> That's right. Um, Bills Chiefs. I have no idea who's going to win this football game. I have none. This is a fascinating game on so many levels. This is a Bills team that, when Josh Allen is right, and Josh Allen is smart with the football. It's a complete 11 on on offense and a complete 11 on defense. I think if I heard correctly, Luke, that the Bills, one of their motivating factors is that none of them, no Bill defender was named to the uh, Pro Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You know, some stat like that. But when Josh Allen gets astray and goes awry and and things go awry, um, he's not the same guy. And this is not the same team. And I think for Patrick Mahomes, you know what you're going to get out of Mahomes, but they have to start fast. They cannot get these slow starts against these teams. This is not going to work. He's got to get off to a fast start. Yeah, I love the Chiefs in this game. Uh, I don't understand the feelings around the Bills. It seems like the majority of people around the Bills. In fact, the line is so small that if this was a neutral field, the Bills would be favored. So you know, Yeah, it's Kansas City two and a half. Theoretically. Yeah, so theoretically the Bills are, you know, the better team here. It's just the home field that makes the difference. I don't get it. Uh, I think if Josh Allen plays his best, he's probably on the level of Patrick Mahomes. I, I would say that's the same ceiling, except the floor is much lower for Josh Allen. And I know that he played great, and so too did the Bills last week, and I think some people are falling for that. But if you go back and you look, he played really well that um, he played really well against the Patriots the last two times. But in between, he did not play very well against, it was the Jets, right, and then uh, the Falcons. So it's a question of, for Josh, is it really just maybe a New England thing? They didn't punt the last two times against the Patriots. So, and by the way, teams that score over 45 points in the wild card round are 0-5 in the divisional round, the next round. So Mm. a great performance like that. And for the Bills, I think that was personal. It was New England. It was years of getting beat up. And then it was the loss on Monday Night Football. And they were ticked off at the media afterwards. And I think that was, that was almost like their Super Bowl already, that they wanted to get back at New England. They did. Now you go on the road to Kansas City and have to deal with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm looking for an emotional letdown from the Bills tomorrow. 
like in baseball when you score 12 runs one day and then you, you, know, you only can scrap across one the next day. They scored almost 50 points last week, didn't punt. Uh, I think it's going to be a little different tomorrow. And Patrick Mahomes has never lost to a team twice in a season. And Andy Reid is 19-2 and in his last 21 rematches. The Chiefs lost the Bills earlier this season, but the Chiefs were a different team. Their defense wasn't as good that time. That was like the first month of the year. I think the Chiefs win, and I think I feel the best about the Chiefs this weekend. I still think there's a there's a gap between them and the Bills, and don't just fall for you know a great performance from Buffalo last week and think that suddenly they're the better team. So Patrick will keep the Patrick Ray. Yes, you could say that. Okay. Wow. That 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 is going out on a limb. You're out there, my friend. You're out there. Um, well, look, we're getting to the end of our radio program. Aww. I know. Uh, is there any game of these four that is your game to watch golf during? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I don't think so. I mean, I guess Green Bay may have the opportunity to turn into that, but I do think we have all four. Uh, I think we have four good games. Just a quick little uh, statistic or whatever. It's the if you combine the point spreads, it's the lowest number we've ever had for the division around in the NFL playoffs. So theoretically. These are the four best games, four closest matchups we've ever had for the divisional round. So I think we get four good games. I'll just say Bengals-Titans because that's put in that first window for a reason. I would predict that's the least entertaining. I'll probably be wrong, but I would say Bengals-Titans just simply based off of brands, matchups, quarterbacks. I think that's the one that you kind of ease into. It's not the the sexiest of the matchups, so I'll say that for watching golf. Interesting. Um, Your player or person to watch? Um, you know what? I think I, 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 I think I dreamt about this, and I was trying to remember. Like, I thought I had a great one, a great answer, and I thought, like, oh, that's going to be perfect. I'm going to have to remember that for, for the show. Oh, no. Yeah, hey, I think that was all a dream, because then I woke up this morning, and I had no idea uh, who I was uh, thinking of or what I was going to say. I don't think I had any great idea. But anyways, with that said, I'll probably say Matt Stafford. Uh, the player to watch because he's going to do a little more than he did Monday and sure he got his first playoff win but it's one thing when it's the, the Cardinals at home you're leading the whole time you throw it 17 times this is a whole other animal to go to Tampa and beat Brady and if you lose this game and you play poorly I still think people won't care about Monday and they'll still hold it against Stafford and his playoff ability and the Rams so I'll say Matt Stafford hmm I'll say Joe Burrow can he keep his composure? Joe Cool. Because this could be, to your point, um, tipping in the wrong direction very early if that crowd gets on him. Not that the Titans are known for having the loudest fans out there, but it could, it could go that way. I could definitely see it. Yeah, the Titans had to change their ticket policy to try to keep Bengals fans out of there. So we'll we'll see what it's like in Tennessee. One of my uh, best friends actually is uh, going to the game today. He's a big Titans fan, so we'll see what type of environment it is. Excuse me. There you go. Hopefully it's not the snooze that I just insinuated that it may be as I yawned. Um, yeah. By the so, way, it's in the 20s here in Tennessee, so I don't know how familiar these Tennessee fans are with that type of weather. They're going to be sitting on their hands for that game. Yes, dress warmly if, if you're attending a game this weekend. Check, uh, check the weather forecast before you leave. Um, he's Luke Morrow. Thank you, sir, for the Sunday sprint on a Saturday, the final Saturday sprint of the year. We look forward 
to these four divisional games on NFL Divisional Weekend presented by Intuit TurboTax Live. Enjoy, everybody.